There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 110 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode 10, the season 3 finale of Killjoys. Yay! Wow, this started, uh, this finale started like it was an ending, but by the end it was, uh, felt like a beginning. I know, it was a little confusing, and I do want to say, well, I know we're going to jump into it, but it, it seemed to have a lot of weird kind of undertones. So, I mean, I know we're getting two more seasons, but do you think that the art is going to be able to be completed in that time? I think so. I mean, that gives us 20 episodes to defeat the lady and put the Hulan back where they belong. So I think they will be able to. I guess if you don't have any fillers, we'll be all right. At least not too many. Right. Mm. All right, let's jump in. We got some ratings news. Yes, we do. Episode 10 brought in a 0.15 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.589 million viewers making it the 62nd overall cable show for the night. Unfortunately, college football also started that night, so that's why we probably dropped a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a weird game. I've never been to a college football game, and I was at the Notre Dame game, Notre Dame Temple. And I don't know. I had a lot of people, and I did not realize. So thank you guys who, who dealt with my ineptitude. I was periscoping on fangirl zone i thought it was doing it on mine so you got to see some of the weird things that they do at the notre dame game right because i we were sitting behind the student section and i guess it's only weird if you know you're it doesn't work right all the little yeah. things but every time notre dame gets a touchdown oh several people I don't say everybody but it's always in the seems to be in the student section they do like they grab a person and do like military presses over their head Right. So for every touchdown, if they get the extra point, they do seven. But it's not just like the next touchdown would be another seven. No, they would do 14. Right. And then 21. So I'm watching this going, what the hell are they doing? Because <laughs> I didn't catch <laughs> it at first. I had to have it explained to me. I mean, the I'm band sure. was doing it. It was crazy. And apparently bare feet are a thing too. Because people kept telling me, oh yeah, being in the stadium Walking around with bare feet is a thing. I'm like, I'm not walking around barefooted. I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> uh, weird things in college football. Thankfully, sci-fi was able to bring me back into a whole different kind of weird that didn't have anything to do with, I guess, traditions? I don't know. Sports, at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was all sorts of fun and games until the war started, apparently. Well, and even afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and I do want to... We'll give them the little synopsis for episode 10, Wargasm. We always have fangasms, right? Right. The Killjoy Militia has everything they need to go to war. But as the battle begins, Anila changes the entire game. Of course she does. Yeah. It just 
some of it just didn't make any sense. I'm sorry, but for Davin to be caught off guard with some of the things that Anila pulled. Yes. It didn't make any sense. He would have been prepared for that type of attack. Yeah, I totally felt the same way. Now, I do want to talk about the opening scene. Right. Where they're at like a picnic, it looks like. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Last Supper. Yeah, uh, because they stop on that moment. And all I kept thinking, does this mean that somebody in their group is going to betray them? Right. Or get killed. You know, you didn't know. Yeah. Then a little bit later in the episode, we find out, well, it could have been a wedding reception. Which I think it was. Yeah, I do. But it was weird. But yeah, I kind of just focused on the fact that this means somebody's going to betray them, right? And then the way things kind of happened, I I wasn't sure. And I thought there was double agent. And I'm going to be honest, and this is going to be hurtful for some people, but I thought it was Pree's new husband. Right. Because we don't really know anything about him. No, we don't. Except his mom's a drunk. <laughs> and that could have been an act. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought if somebody was going to betray, because there were some moments when you were really unsure. And right. And just the way things were happening, I'm like, I hope that, I'm like, I hope it's not fancy. I hope it's not Turin. And then I'm like, I'm hoping it's not his boyfriend. I'm like, holy crap, what if it's actually pre? What if it's the guy predated? And I, there was a lot of, oh, my God, what about? <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, it, it was just too easy for Anila. Yeah. At the beginning to get what she wanted i I don't understand and uh, i mean obviously we're going to talk about this we might talk it out i might learn something that i didn't catch but i think ultimately it's going to be probably next season before i really grasp what happened (laughs) okay Uh. now it was really curious that we see um davin take dutch and johnny out to a uh 200 acre plot of rack-owned land and gives it to Johnny. Which was weird, yeah. And then the fact that Johnny's like, are there goats? And when they stop and say, yeah, there's like robot Robotic, goats. Ro- robot goats, And yes. he's like super excited and he runs <laughs> yeah. off. I'm like, what did I miss? Did they <laughs> it's say technology. something? <laughs> okay. No, Johnny's gotta have tech even if he decides to become a farmer. He's gotta have tech. <laughs> oh, I guess so, that yeah, makes sense. He'd much rather have a Technical animals than any other kind, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm hoping there's no techno poop, so yeah. that's probably what he's open for, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Davin tells Dutch that this is his way of letting her know that Johnny will be all right if she dies taking out Anila. Which is kind of sweet, but at the same time, I feel like it's a bit distressing. Yeah. <laughs> it was distressing for us because... No, we don't want Dutch to die. Right. And it's kind of, they're, the relationship between the three of them has really started to evolve into a kind of a strange relationship. Because Dutch and Johnny are more like brothers and sisters, and yet Davin is wanting to be Dutch's boyfriend. And it's like having relations. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Kind of so hard it's to like, how to talk about that. But yeah, Johnny's but... okay with it. Right. So I think if everything went 100% in their favor, that Johnny would be 100% okay with Davin and Dutch actually being together. And I say settling down, but I feel like Dutch would get so bored with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't see her. Yeah. 
Maybe getting married. Being one to uh, settle down and on a 200 acre spread and just live the rest of her life. No, right. That's not that. <laughs> I couldn't see Davin doing it either. And I'm not a hundred percent sure I buy Johnny doing it, but I don't know. Maybe Johnny might just be like, okay, I don't have to keep fighting. And now I'm just fighting with what's happening on the land. So maybe. Right. As long as he's got his technology, he could probably find a way to be happy. Right. <laughs> but alas. It is not to to be for long, because all of a sudden they get chirped on their walkies, basically. And I love it. Dobbin's fighting with it in his back pocket, and Dutch is just like, in my boot, bloop, here it is. She's so resourceful. I'm sorry, goofy, and it is, but I think she's the smart one out of all of them. Practically speaking, yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But they're notified the Hulin have entered the quad. But they're just kind of hanging out and not doing anything, and nobody knows why. And it's freaking everyone out, me included. Right. Yes, they're totally stunned that they're just sitting there, and duh, they're not just sitting there, guys. Well, they kind of are, but it's to to set stuff up. And Right. Again, I don't understand this, because how this happened, ultimately, it's confusing. Right. Absolutely. But the time that before anything happens it gives good old zeph time to uh show dutch her new toy oh yeah that was kind of fun because Zeph's like oh are we at war yet no okay cool uh um, yeah. <laughs> hey dutch can you come with me what? what i think you might know if everyone's panicking if they're at war but otherwise you're like oh, okay no we're good all right yeah <laughs> here let me give you this right like what so weird but that I thought that was something to kill her. I And I'm thinking, doesn't it have to be, like, really long? Because I'm remembering the weapon. Right. And I'm like, what is that going to do? Because it didn't click right away with me that it's to just put the memories, like, into Anila. Right. Which I was trying to figure out how that's going to help. But then, ultimately, I mean, we kind of find out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as soon as Dutch gets that from Zeph, I was... I said, as long as Dutch can actually use it without getting killed, then, yeah, it's going to change Anila completely. She's still crazy. Oh, yeah, she's still crazy, <laughs> but she doesn't hate Dutch anymore. Yeah, still don't like it. I like what <laughs> happens next even less, though, because Zeph... Right. Or, I'm sorry, not Zeph. Dutch gets the call while she's talking to Zeph to come to the med bay, and there's Elvis's body. And this is, of course, distressing. Yes, very. And Dutch just being so solemn about it. And she asked Johnny, who knows? And he's like, just you and I. And he's like, we can make an announcement. No, we'll tell, we'll mourn him tomorrow. We don't want to tell anybody, which I feel like that's really a bad move. Hmm. But at the same time, I can understand it. Right. Oh, yeah. There's, you don't want to announce to the army that. One of your generals has already been killed. Right. Not good for morale. But I was tearing up because she covers his face and, like, kisses his head. And right. I'm like, oh, God, no. I was hoping that it hadn't really happened, that Elvis was actually alive, because that was just so upsetting. But not that we've seen him a ton, but that he was one of Dutch's biggest supporters. And right. I'm going to guess that that's why Anila did it. Oh, absolutely. Hard, though. 
Now, of course, Davin is prepping everybody on the rack, and guess who walks in and wants to return to active duty? And of all people who speaks up for him, Fancy. Yes. Which I was surprised. I mean, we've seen that, but still, I thought that was just like, all right, Fancy, are you coming to terms with him? Because Davin's just like, yeah, no, hard pass. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. Only no, but hell no. <laughs> right. Cooler heads prevailed because Fancy's like, we need everyone. Yes. He may be an ass, but eh, if he dies in our fight, at least he's still on our side. Which was, again, like, after seeing that opening, I'm like, okay, wait, is it him? Did he do something? Right. So I was just not trusting him. Because he just seemed so shady this episode, too. <laughs> Didn't he? Like, the way they kept showing him do, like, the little things, like, Oh no, the captain goes down with the ship. Pull back. Oh, cut this off. And I'm like, uh-uh, what is he doing? Is he acting? Right. Yeah. Is, is he actually being honorable or is he actually got something else up his Ugh. sleeve that we don't know about? Yeah. yeah I can see how you saw that. Yeah. I don't trust him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of not trusting, Dutch is getting impatient and wants answers from Kendry. So she, charges down to the cell and holds her at gunpoint, asking why isn't Anila running to her rescue? And what's the holdup that all we get is a sneer from Kendry? Yeah. I'm better than you, sneer. Oh, I am so confused with that because she seemed surprised that, you know, Johnny took her. Surprised, but not completely surprised. Obviously, she said, you know, I, I would expect nothing less, but... Right. I mean... Is this somehow ultimately a plan that they had? Yes. Which doesn't make sense either. <laughs> oh, it makes perfect sense. You think so? Oh, absolutely. <sighs> Anila wasn't going to take a chance on the Hulan getting to Dutch first. She wanted Dutch to herself. So, of course, the best way to do that is to have Kendry on the rack ship so she can sneak on and... Get her and Dutch at the same time. Which I don't understand how she was able to sneak on at all. Yes. <laughs> I still haven't figured that out either. Right, because somehow she ends up on Lucy? How yeah. did she end up on Lucy? And <laughs> Lucy didn't, like, hmm, this isn't right. Hey, Johnny, this is what I'm right. expecting from Lucy. Intruder alert, intruder alert. Something. It just didn't seem right. I mean, granted, Johnny figures it out. Yes, immediately. But I feel like still not soon enough because he hands right. her the weapon. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's like, that was my head shaking moment. And fingers to the temples like Johnny. Really? I feel like Dutch wouldn't be like, oh, give it to me. Right. Okay, Johnny, let me know when you figure it out. Something. And he almost loses his life over it. Gets it jammed right through his chest. Yes. I was scared. Yeah, I was, that's when I thought, uh-oh, we're going to lose Johnny right here and now. Well, no, no, no. Uh, but Lucy, thankfully Lucy, figures out finally. Way to yeah. come together, Lucy. Yeah, I love when she's admitting the frequency. Oh, my God. Lucy had the best line in this one. Yes. <laughs> when Anila's like, what was that? She's like, just the tip. Would you like the whole frequency? Or what was it, the whole I can't remember how she said it exactly, but I was like, oh my god, that's so dirty, and it's the ship. Yeah. <laughs> but it managed to save Johnny. I mean, he wasn't good. He had, what, a punctured lung. Right. But 
still managed to save him. So he's not dead. So there's a bonus for us. Right. And again, our questions. How did Anila and Scouts manage to get into the rack itself? Right. Somebody give me some clarification. Did we yeah. miss like a scene or what? Yeah, there might have been a uh, a Game of Thrones uh, deleted scene on us here where we actually see how Anila and her crew get onto Lucy and on the rack ship. I figure Lucy's probably docked on the rack ship. Now that makes sense. So Lu- right. getting from but, Lucy to the rack would make sense. But how did she get onto Lucy in the first place? Right. And then how on earth are... Right, she have a blind spot somewhere? Right. And how on earth do Anila's people know how to find where Galsea is? Does she have... Yeah. I mean, is that some weird Hulan thing? Because Probably. then shouldn't Anila have been able to find Delsea without killing everybody? Probably, but she has too much fun killing people. <laughs> but she had no idea where she was, so I don't know. Yeah, it, it, that's weird. Yeah. Grr. But they end up, well, freeing Delsea and stunning Dutch. And then where the heck did the Firefly-esque container for Dutch's body come from? There's a lot of That's questions. A, I, yeah. <laughs> I can't give all of this because this is a lot to just give yeah. to off screen. Right. This is too much. Too many questions. What, they just find something? Oh, hey, that looks good. She'll fit. Yeah. <sighs> Seriously? Yes. This one had a lot of questions. Sorry. Go ahead. Let's keep going with my question. Of course, Kendry passes Anila on her way out with her cargo. And you get to see a brief kiss before they continue on their respective objectives. And Elsaia returns to Anila's flagship where she gives the command to deploy. And what was with her slipping on like a scarf, basically like over her shoulder? Like, what is this? You have to look the part? Yeah, I think it had something to do with... um, Like her station or something? Yeah, that she's actually moved up. Oh, okay. And taken Gander's place as far as who's got the power on the ship below Anila. Okay, so kind of like an insignia, but it's fashionable. Right, of course. (laughs) Of course. And we actually get things going our way to begin with. And again, this is where I start questioning Turin. Because the first line of defense is the sonic weapon, and you have the kill zone, which should take down a big portion of Anila's fleet, hopefully. And he just keeps saying, hold, hold, and I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) On one hand, you want a bigger portion of them in there, but on the other hand, I'm like, I don't know if I trust Turin. What if he sabotaged this? What if, what if, what if? I was freaking out. Yeah. But it worked. Real well. Yeah, I was excited that it worked. <laughs> I think I may have even cheered. Yes. And, of course, then Fancy and his squadron go out and take all of them out. And, and you go, wow, that's, hey, we have a a, a, a victory yes. here. I'm like, okay, I, I'm good with this. But then we go back to Dalsea. Who's pissed? Oh, big time. When... Gander comes up and reports that, oh, our ships have been disabled. They've got some kind of something. And like he has absolutely no clue what or where or anything. And she just basically slaps him across the face and says, find the source, idiot. Right. And this is where I'm thinking that we have somebody who's a double agent because he's like, oh, we've already found it. 
What do you mean? I mean, I know they had an idea, I guess, but I was confused to how he knew. Yeah, that didn't make a whole lot of sense either. I mean, if he had already found it, then take care of it. Don't wait for your commander to tell you to take care of it. Right. And that's... I was like, all right, so there's got to be some bigger plan. Somebody is two-timing us and something's going to happen, or could it somehow have been Gander? And then I started thinking this way. If they're all now, I'm going to say, infected with Anila's green, right? and Anila is so scattered with everything, could that be why they weren't just doing what should have been done without being told? That's a very good possibility. Because, I mean, that would be the only thing that seemed to make sense. Right. Yeah, they're acting like a child, like Anila. Okay, well, I know where it is. Well, let's go stop it. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, she would have that look like, I I did not have enough caffeine for this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was nice to see Kendry frustrated. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Ha ha, because we don't like you right now. Exactly. Back to Dutch. Yeah. She finally wakes out of her uh, stun and finds out she's on another ship. And not just that. You got Kendry's face popping up. Just put a little salt in that wound. Right. On the screen saying, oh, yeah, you're going to see Anila. Again. All right. Enjoy your death. (laughs) So Anila was on the ship and then her people are still on the ship and she's not there. She's gone. It's like, what? happened right and we still don't know yet right and of course good old zeff and has got johnny sewed up and uh, of course when davin tells johnny that dutch has been taken he doesn't quite just jump up because <laughs> he does have some pain but he is able to get up and put a shirt on and he's ready to go right he's like oh we gotta do this and I love it because Zeph is even trying to stop him, and she's doing everything. Telling Davin, you know, anything that could rupture. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. And you you got to do it. Then ultimately, and this was what was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> because Jason was watching this with me, and this scene, he looked at me and goes, what? Like, yeah, no. Zeph's like, you can't leave. Uh, because I love you. To Johnny. And I love the look on the Jacoby's face, both of them, yeah. <laughs> when they stopped and they both had the, what did she say? And are you kidding me? Look. Right. And then they both turned and looked at her and she's like, all right, I was desperate. I just, you're hurt. I'm like, all right, points for trying Zeph, but that was pushing it to a point where what if weirdly he's like, I love you too. Then what would you have done? Right. Well, and I think she'd probably been fine with it ultimately. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, Last week, she made the sexual innuendo that, you know, unless you want, you know, if you want, that's fine with me. Uh, Oh, she's hit a dove how many times? Right. So, uh, yeah, she's um, a very frustrated scientist, to say the least. Yes, that's true. That's true. But she gets to be the meat in a Jacoby hug sandwich. She's like, (laughs) ew, ew. I'm like, yeah, ew, right. You're just soaking that up from both sides. Right. It's like, did you not just, a couple episodes back, get super excited that Dobbin was taking off his shirt? Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. You wanted to play with Dobbin's nipples. (laughs) That's just so weird to say out loud. Yeah. 
That's something I'm not going to be able to forget anytime soon. All right. No. Let's go to Pre. Then they cut down, yeah, cut down to the planet where Pre and Jared are, and we find out that, yeah, they've just gotten married, and Pre's basically apologizing for having to put him through this. And Jared's like, what do you mean? This is heaven. <laughs> I've never been off Westerly before. Oh, God. And I'm eating canned meat. Well, this is your honeymoon. Okay. <laughs> Pre just like, oh, my God. You poor thing. Right. And at one point, and I can't remember where it was, when Pre's like, who's tending the bar? It's like, really? Right. That's what you're worried about? There's like <laughs> guns and ships and booms. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure worrying about the bar at that moment was the thing to do, but right. I guess whatever to keep your mind in the game. Yes, and of course, shortly thereafter, they're getting attacked from above and on the ground, and so it's time to sh- close up shop and relocate. But of course, with the kill zone down, the rack is now vulnerable. I do want to say, and, and I failed to mention when we started, when they were on planet and you seen the ship, like all Anila's fleet, like kind of come in to the shot. Right. That looked really awesome, too. Yes, it did. It just reminded <laughs> me very much of like uh, Star Wars. Yes. It, just it had that feel. And, like, and I think more with what we're getting for the new movies, but it was just a great visual to kind of show how outnumbered they are which i think they already knew oh yeah and even more so as they're getting shot at left and right and again you're saying the kill zone's down i'm freaked out but they're supposed to be taking the sonic and head to a new place for a pick right to get it back up yeah and that starts worrying me who's going to pick it up is it actually going to go up again all the conspiracy theories are happening yeah and you we see Davin and Johnny get on the Hulan ship, and they're going to find Dutch. And nobody seems to be around. It, right, and it's empty, and you go, hmm, this is not good. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God, how did they get there? Why is nobody else there? Right, and then, like we've seen with the Neil, all of a sudden, Kendry and her army is right there on their butts, so they don't even have a chance to fight. Where were they hiding? Yeah. Know, they, they got just, some like, kind of invisibly, invisible, yeah, invisible uh, powers that we haven't seen before or something. Walk through walls or something, who knows. And of course, Kendry starts this nice, long, evil uh, monologue about how the Jacoby boys are about to get eliminated. And Johnny interrupts her by uh, informing her that... Uh, they need to keep Anila and Dutch alive, otherwise uh, they're both dead. Oh, God, I love that. Especially when Delcea's like, well, that would have been good to know before yeah. I planned my evil deeds here. <laughs> ah, we actually know something you don't. Right? I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Yes. So, of course, Delcea is not going to let this happen. So he takes them to the Scarbachnik. Acropolis, back on the elevator again. <laughs> I was surprised, though, that she was so willing to do this and not just call their bluff. Or do you think that she knew them well enough to know that, you know, if they're saying, um, if Dutch dies, your girl's going to anyway, 
that right. is probably not a bluff. It's not just to save Dutch. Right. I think so. I, yeah, she wouldn't have wanted to believe it, but she wasn't going to take the chance of it actually being true. Mm-hmm. And to her, it's she would rather save Anila than to have her die because that's her only protection from the Hula. I was going to say, the mother of her child, kind of. Yeah. It was it, In a weird. backwards way, yeah, yes. Like, I don't know how to explain that one. <laughs> but we have some more Blackroot ships that decide, all right, we're going in. Since we've noticed right. that we're not vulnerable now. Yeah, and it's a massacre. I was All like, our ships are going down left and right. And of course, Turin calls for a retreat, but things aren't going so well there either because of the Hulans that, are there because of Delsea and Anila. So he comes up with this idea that he's going to go down with the ship and Fancy's going to go try to fend off the Hulan troops so he can save Pre and Jared and the sonic device. And again, this I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Can't trust him. Right. 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 And of course, Fancy gets down there, but of course, Pre and Jared say they want to stay with their people and enjoy their explosive honeymoon. <laughs> Quite literally there. Yes, but they'll provide cover fire for Fancy's escape. And this is where I start thinking maybe Fancy's on the other side of the table, which would make me <laughs> mad. Because Fancy right. didn't seem to put up too much of a fight. No, he he was he didn't argue. And I'm like, oh God, stop this. <laughs> You were seriously killing me with all of this. I'm like, I can't trust any of them. So we go back to the rack, and Turns waiting for the Hulan to come up, and they do. And he pulls out this thing, and... Yeah, what was it? I thought it was going to be like a Hulan bomb. Right, but it didn't work. Is it supposed to be the same one that Johnny used? I think it was very... It was a probably a copy. I don't think it was the same one, because you... He wasn't one that you could hold in your hand. And so maybe he didn't realize he needed some of, like, the Hulan blood. Maybe. Because it didn't do anything. Right. Just like, ah, crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Murphy's Law there, Turin. Yeah, you can't So, of course, much. they take him away. Well, he was talking crap, though, the whole time. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to go down without at least talking smack. Right. But we go over to the necropolis, and Anila and Dutch's first meeting goes rather poorly. Oh, you think? Yeah. Seeing as both of them want to kill each other. Yes. Although, all I kept thinking was, hmm, I wonder what it's like to work with your stunt double here and only have one other person in the room, as opposed to having a whole bunch of stunt doubles you have to deal with. <laughs> Much like Robin right. Black. <laughs> and they're like, now I have to do 12 other parts. But I, I still think it's it was good because you have both of them and you can see how, how they're the same but still so different from each other. Right. And they know how to get at each other. Oh, God, yes. Because Anila brags about killing Alvis and Johnny, thinking that she did. Well, even more so and, when she's like one of the Jacobis. I don't know which one. Right. So that, I was like, all right, Dutch is taking you out because she doesn't even know which one to mourn. Right. You're so screwed. So, of course, of course, she digs right back with mentioning Klein. Because she's smart. Yes. And we have a nice little fight scene. But Dutch is 
no match. I mean, I don't think if the fight would have kept going, Dutch would have come out on top. I really don't. Well, she doesn't have all the Hulan powers. That's right. And Anila <laughs> was using them. Yeah, big time. Just throwing that power all over the place. But fortunately, Dutch is able to get close enough to where she jabs Zeph's toy in her head and oh. uploads all of Dutch's memories. It was great. In- Anila's head, yes. Because Anila, you see her, like, freaking out, because obviously all of Dutch's life is flashing before her head. Her, her eyes, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> everything's playing out in her head, and at the same time, it's filling in the pieces that she did, doesn't remember. Right. And Anila's kind of, like, fighting and falling and going into the green. And where the hell did all that green come from, by the way? I believe Anila put that there. Just, I don't think it was originally there because that was the Scarbacks. Right, that wouldn't make sense. I'm like, what, is she just right. like emptying, leaving herself dry every time she goes somewhere? Okay, <laughs> let me add some here. Weird, but anyway. And then Dutch screaming at her as all of this is going through Neela's head. And she's like, I will not be forgotten. This is what's missing. And your father did it to you. And then she slams <laughs> her hand into the green when she's like, I will not be forgotten, which was very dramatic. Right. And then everything kind of stops, and Anila sees everything, like, completely, and then turns to her, and she's like, I remember you. You're Yelena. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Where'd that name come from? Yeah. <laughs> That's been there. I don't remember them saying it. Yep. I'm just so used to Dutch that I'm like, everything else is just like, nope. Right. And not only is her mo- her name Yelena, it's... Her mother's name as well. Anila's mother's Ooh. name? Yes. Okay. And then you have the most important part that comes up, which is Anila saying, which was weird, that he was trying, that Klein, sorry, when I say he, was trying to protect both of them from the lady. And I, that's just like, who the hell is the lady? Right, yeah, she has no idea who this is. <laughs> well, I mean, we really don't know either. We're assuming no. it's her mother. Right. But we can be completely wrong. Oh, yes. Absolutely we could. And it was so weird because then all of a sudden Dutch is like, wait, she's not trying to kill me. What the hell is happening? Why is she like suddenly nice? Right. (laughs) Because obviously I think we would all be the same way. This crazy woman has been trying to kill me for how long? Now she's like, I remember. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) You're so pretty. Wait, what? But then, again, she's like, oh, I remember now. I opened the door that the lady can get through, and we've been trying to stop her. But And then, for some reason, Dutch realizes the only way to stop her is to go in. It's like, what are you doing? Right, yeah, Anila basically says, yeah, you're the only one that can close the door. And Dutch says, yeah, that's okay, but if we're going to do this together... Which I don't like. I'm not like. going in by myself. I don't like the way this sounds. <laughs> yeah. And it just didn't get any better because then you have Kendry and the Jacobis show up right as Anila and Dutch are like shoulder deep in the green. Right. I didn't think it was that deep. It just looked like a puddle. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're gone. As Dutch turns and looks at them and I'm like, there was a lot of swearing involved, so I'm not yeah. going to do it right here. <laughs> but I think the fandom probably knows what I was feeling. Absolutely. 
I wanted to throw things at the TV because I was angry. But I get that she knows that, all right, this is the only way, obviously, for us to take it down. And she still wants to take down Anila because Anila is batshit crazy. But I feel like she's not coming out of this. Um, I think it was the only way that she has a chance of coming out was with Anila going in with her. Okay. I really do. I think if she would have went in by herself, there'd been no way in God's green earth she'd have been coming out. Okay, I can see that. And obviously, nobody knows what's going on when they see them going into the green. Right, but as soon as they disappear, all of a sudden, green mechanical spiders come out of the green. And you go, what are those? What's going on? (laughs) And at least, you know, our guys are like, back to the elevator, go, 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 weird stuff happening. Yeah, and Kendry says, it's not me, it's the lady. Right. They kind of look like, what you talking about, Willis? (laughs) So she has to kind of explain this. Yeah. But... Again, weird stuff, because Lucy's arriving at, like, the platform. Right. And she's telling Johnny, um, yeah, the Blackroot ships are everywhere. And he's like, all right, well, as soon as we get there, she's like, mm, nope, that's not happening. No. And so Johnny comes up with his brilliant idea of having Lucy cut the tethers for the elevator on both sides so they can prevent any of the ladies' troops getting in and approaching the green pool that Dutch and Anila entered mm-hmm. and making sure they never get out. So, but I don't think yeah, she's exactly got like a grappling hook on her to pull him in somehow. No. And she sells that. She goes, I can't save you, Johnny. He goes, yes, I know. But then he turns to Kendry and says, okay, if we're going to do this, you got to end the hostilities. And she replies, well, you're gambling with Dutch's life. And both of the Jacobis pipe up and say, she's okay with it. And so, of course, the only way for her to make sure to save Anila is agreeing to Johnny's terms. So, of course, she just pulls out her nice little compact of green goo and touches it, and they all stand down, which is really Great, because they were about to kill pre-Gerard and the ground troops. Right, and I got really nervous. Yeah. And I just want to say, really, you have a compact with just the goo? Yeah. Okay. I think a... um, I guess it's better than a cell phone. A communicator would probably be (laughs) a little easier. (laughs) I'm just going to text this real quick. Hold on. Okay. Right. What? Do you take selfies with that? What are you doing? Uh Um, Yeah. And we get to see Turin, who is still talking shit, like high key. Yes. And then, who was it? God, who was Was it Garrett? Who was trying to, like, actually hoolanize him? I don't remember who the captain was of that group. I thought that was... Who was the one that... I, why am I blanking on their names? That Dutch... <laughs> not Dutch. Anila killed, like, over and over and over. Gander. I kept saying Yeah, Garrett. no, that wasn't Gander. Oh, God. I don't think. That was so good. Because then, surprisingly, Fancy is the one who rescues him. Right. Just in the nick of time. Because he's, you know, am I going to at least be able to keep my hair? And they're like, oh, sense of humor. (laughs) That will be gone. Just like, wow. That sucks. Yeah. (laughs) I thought, because you had that second where you hear something and turn tenses, and then it turns out it was Fancy. I'm like, 
Oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take a deep breath. I'm like, still don't know if I can trust Turin, but okay. <laughs> I am the worst, and Steve knows this because we've talked Orphan Black and everything. I will not trust a character. They can cure the whole galaxy of, like, the worst disease. And I'm like, I don't trust them. They're up to something. Yeah, it we'll was the falling finale. skies. <laughs> yeah, falling skies is what really did that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's probably going back further. Yeah. Doctor Who. More than likely. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's one of those. But, hey, we at least get Pre and Garrett to have the moment. And they kiss, and there's like, oh, happy honeymoon moment on Leaf. And Zeph, and of all people, Pip, he walks in, and they're like, yay. And then Zeph, like, jumps the poor man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's some frustration that's I think on Pip's both sides get... there. Yeah. Oh. What was it? Jeremy's one and a half times? Right? <laughs> that might be twice as much as Zeph and Pip. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, but we have, yes, the cliffhanger. Because why not a cliffhanger? Because <sighs> they want to kill us. So Lucy cutting the cord at both ends of the elevator, which I feel like somebody's got to come ha- come in and swoop and firefly, you know, barn, swallow them, something. Right. Otherwise, they'll just drift into the sun. And How long is that going to be an option with, you know, oxygen? Right. And I love it. Though you do hear, is there a bathroom in this? And, oh my God. Davin, <laughs> I love you, but you were just irritating the snot out of Kendry. <laughs> yes, he was. But, I mean, he's like, well, it was on the way up and as they're floating away. What about names? What about this? How do you feel about yeah. apostrophes? Have, if it's a boy, have you thought about circumcision? Did we actually have sex? You know, I was like, yeah. oh my god. It was funny, but I'm just like... It was hilarious. That's the one thing that Killjoys always make sure that they include in their episodes is the snark. Yes. And it's just absolutely wonderful. And Davin being able to do it to Kendry was hilarious. Was I do appreciate that, but... Seriously. And the moment where, you know, on the way up, she's like, if he talks again, shoot him. But when they cut the cords and they're, or about to, she grabs both of their hands after they, you know, strap in and she's like, shut up. Like, I'm going to hold both of your hands. Just shut up. But yeah. And then after they're floating away, she actually starts talking to Davin about it. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Although, like I said, the back and forth with, did we have sex? Um, I would still be showering. And you would remember. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. But we cut to the green, and we're on a beach, and all of a sudden, Dutch and Anila are having white hair. What is with the white hair in there? I don't know. A bleach effect? Well, nobody else has it. Well, nobody that we've seen. Right. So that's what's weird. I don't get it, but okay. And Anila tells Dutch that this was where she was born. And they start uh, wondering where to start, looking for the lady, and Daddy Klein shows up. We knew he wouldn't be gone. Not really. That's right. And funny that Anila warns Dutch that it might not be him, but Dutch knows it is. Which is weird. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Why do Anila you knew that there was a fake. Klein in the green, and she caught it, 
the Dutch knew it was Klein from right off. Well, it, I guess he did spend more time with her. Okay. At least later on in his life. Okay. And, of course, he proves it by taking Dreadnought and pulling them apart, revealing two blades. Right. And that was weird, too. And Because Anil was like, how do you know? He's like, because I made this. One for each of you. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. So you ultimately knew that somehow this was going to happen, and the only way to open that was in the green? This is weird! I don't know. I, there was a lot of questions. Oh, it's so. the father taking care of his girls. I guess. I think he's planned this all along. Somehow I don't think my I think dad somehow, this for me, though. You know? Right. Yeah, well, he. Um, I believe that, like I said earlier, I really think the lady is their mother, and... Klein's former wife, and I just had a feeling that when we actually get the whole story, it'll be Klein that did something to keep her in the green. Ooh, interesting. And then everything else that he's done since then was to try to not only thwart the Hulan attack, but also make sure his daughters are safe and figured that, yes, when it came to put, push to shove, Dutch would find a way to get through to Anila, and it happened to be through her memories. Interesting. A long, long, long game for Clyde yeah. in this. <laughs> Talk about a long con, jeez. Yeah. Well, what do you guys think? We want to know your thoughts on this. Send us an email at our brand new shiny email, sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. You can check out the website, which we're still working on, but it's there. Yay! Of course, tweeting with us when we're on because sci-fi has all sorts of shows coming on. Sci-fi doesn't really give us a break. No, not much. <laughs> Steve and I have a couple weeks, very few in between when the next set of shows are starting. Because right. we're getting, oh my god, Channel Zero, No End House. <laughs> awesome. We're getting Ben Helsing back, and yes. there's something else. Wasn't there? Ghost stories, yes, the new one, and of course Con Man, which is coming yes. that Steve has talked about. So uh, we may have a little bit of a break, but not much. You will hear from us, and we want to hear from you. And uh, of course, we ask you to rate and review us on iTunes and any other platform that you are listening to us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about the show, because if you're into this, why aren't they watching it? Why aren't you having killjoy parties? Which kind of sounds weird, exactly. too, but you know what I mean. But don't forget us. We're here. Send us emails. We want to know what you think. I want to know, honestly, am I the only one that has all these questions? Because if you guys have questions, too, we want to know. We'll read them on our next episode. And I might just pull out something out of the prize bin, because I have a bunch, and I happily ship it out to you guys. So. Yes. And we do know we got two more seasons of Killjoy. So, I don't know. 20 episodes, assuming maybe more if we're lucky. But right. what kind of arc, arc are we going to complete? Hopefully we'll find out. But for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. About baby names, I've always liked Michelle. It's bossy, but it means well. <laughs> and until next time. <laughs>